over the weekend, I was doing some research to prepare for today's show, and I came across another publication that disrespects Ryan Day while ranking college football coaches. Where does this website put Ryan Day when ranking him amongst the other elites at his profession? We'll discuss that next on Locked on Buckeyes. You are Locked on Buckeyes, your daily podcast on the Ohio State Buckeyes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Buckeye fans, welcome back to another episode of Locked On Buckeyes. We're the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jay Stevens, also the host of the Jay Stevens Podcast. It is Monday, May 22nd in the year 2023, and I want to thank you for making Locked On Buckeyes your first Listen or first watch of every single day. During today's episode, we will discuss if Ryan Day should allow this disrespect to fuel him in the upcoming season. And I will also rank my top five coaches in college football. But first, we all have talked about how this is Lists season. Talked about it here on the show. I've unveiled some of mine. Everybody is putting together a list or maybe ranking things in the sport, maybe ranking the best football stadiums in college football, or maybe ranking the best basketball arenas in college basketball, maybe the top 10 quarterbacks in college football going to the upcoming season. Maybe you're ranking this, maybe you're ranking that. Everybody has a ranking or a list that's coming out this time of year, which is why it wasn't that hard to find another publication that put out a ranking of college football coaches. Last week, we discussed CBS Sports, the ranking of uh, the of college football coaches at the FBS level, and we saw that Ryan Day, excuse me, I think it was Power 5 coaches to be exact, not FBS, but Power 5 coaches, and we saw that they put, CBS Sports did, ranked Ryan Day as the eighth best coach in the sport. So disrespectful. I'll leave it there. Now, you heard that explanation last week. If you did not, go back and check that show out, and uh, you'll see more about my explanation about the CBS Sports rankings and my disapproval with where they ranked Ryan Day. I got some dis- disapproval for On3.com as well because they rank Ryan Day in a spot where I don't think Ryan Day belongs. And I don't think you believe Ryan Day belongs there either. And I'll go a step further. I think college football fans are diehards or those that just show up um, in October and November when things get hot and spicy in college football, I don't think many of them would view Ryan Day as being the seventh best coach in the sport. The seventh best coach in the sport. Are we just disregarding what Ryan Day has done at Ohio State? Yes, I am going to be critical. It's my job to be critical. It's my job to come on here and analyze what I see. It's my job to come on here and to give it to you straight, give it to you real, give it to you exactly how you want to be, how you want to get it and receive it. As Ohio State football fans, you have a standard that is high, and I believe that it's my job to come on here and to stay and live up to set standard. I believe that. So why don't other people believe Ryan Day is one of the best coaches, excuse me, a top five coach in the sport? If you're one of the top 10 coaches in the the sport, and the sport has at the FBS level, I believe, to 122, maybe 131 teams, you're doing something. You're doing a lot. 
You're making millions of dollars. You're winning games. You're winning your conference. You're making it to the playoff. You're doing great. You're winning bowl games. You're doing great things. So I don't want to say that like, hey, if you're in the top, if you're not, if you're top 10, cool. If you're not top five, you're not doing a good enough job. Like I, this is an exclusive group to be in the top 10 in any publication when there are 131 possibly coaches that could be in this conversation. It's a badge of honor. That same badge of honor is worn, or there's a badge of honor to be a top five coach, a top, the best coach regarded, looked at by uh, consensus. It's it's a badge of honor to be that person. And I think Ryan Day is someone saying, hey, I have done so much in Columbus that you guys need to kind of reevaluate how you rank the coaches because a lot of this doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense at all. And when I look at this list here, 10 through 1, we'll go through it quickly. 10, James Franklin. 9, Luke Fickle. Okay, cool. 7, or excuse me, 8, Kyle Whittingham from Utah. Okay, I still think um, Fickle and Franklin will kind of job, kind of make their claim, make their statement to be ranked higher in next year's ranking. Number 7, Ryan Day. Don't like it. Don't agree with it at all. Number 6, Brian Kelly. He went 10 and 4 last year. The man went 10 and 4. And that's better than, as a coach, that's better than what Ryan Day did a year ago. In totality, has Brian Kelly been a better coach since Ryan Day became the head coach at Ohio State? From 2019 on, who was he better coach? I think most people will say Ryan Day, but for some reason, two sites have Brian Kelly ranked higher than Ryan Day. Make it make sense. You also have... Um, Lincoln Riley, number five, Jim Harbaugh, number four, Dabble Sweeney, number three, riding the coattails of the championships that he won recently, Nick Saban, number two, and Kirby Smart, number one. Now, there's an argument to be made that Kirby Smart's not a better coach currently than Nick Saban. There's an argument to be made for both sides. I'm not here to do that today, but I will be a person. Hey, it makes sense. Ain't no way. Ain't no way that you will sit up here and tell me that Brian Kelly and Lincoln Riley and Jim Harbaugh are clearly better football coaches than Ryan Day. And I say that because two sites show this level of disrespect towards Ryan Day, and they both of them, both of them rank Harbaugh, Riley, and Kelly above Ryan Day. I'm sitting here like, okay, trying to make it make sense. Am I missing something or am I watching the games and seeing how things are played out? It's just something in my eyeballs and my glasses that I'm wearing. It's just something that that's not coming through to my brain that's going down here. Because I have never, ever, 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 ever thought that Brian Kelly's a better coach than Ryan Day. I have not thought even I, – I, I will give Jim Harbaugh credit. But in totality, give me Ryan Day over Jim Harbaugh. I think you can learn from each other. But give me, give me Ryan Day over Jim Harbaugh. I, I, I'm not going to show disrespect to say Jim Harbaugh has not done some good things in numerous stops along the way. He has a track record of developing players over a period of time. He does. Ain't no, this doesn't make sense. Brian Kelly a year, a year ago, 10 and four, four losses last year, one loss in 2021, two losses in 2020, two losses in 2019. Let's go back very quickly 
and go 2019 on and see how many losses Ryan Day has simply losses in that time period. 2019, one loss. 2020, one loss. 2021, two losses, the same as now. That was one year that Kelly has less losses than Ryan Day. Kelly had one loss. But then last year, two losses last year. LSU had four. Like, that was just the records. In totality, I still think Brian Day's a, Brian Day's a better coach than Brian Kelly. The win-loss record is one thing. What happens on the field, let that speak for the coaches as well. Disrespecting Ryan Day. It's not wise. It's not wise at all, which should make these coaches, excuse me, these other teams wonder, how is Ryan Day going to respond when another publication respects him in this way? Should Ryan Day allow this level of disrespect to fuel him in the upcoming season? I have an answer for you next here on Locked on Buckeyes. This episode is brought to you by Bill Bar. Looking for a delicious snack but don't want all of the sugar and calories? Then you need the best tasting protein bar ever built. You got to try this. If you're like me and you want to make healthier snack choices but you don't want to compromise on taste, I've got just the thing for you. Built Bars and Built Puffs. What makes Built Bars so good? Well, for starters, they are all covered in 100% real dark chocolate. And they come in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, and cookies and cream. I'm not sure how Built does it, but these bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros. Only 130 calories and 4 grams of sugar, with a whopping 17 grams of protein. And now, you don't need to wait around to get a box. For years, we've been talking about ordering Built Bars at Built.com. But but now you can get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club. Head to your nearest Walmart today, walk to the pharmacy section, and grab yourself a box of Built Bars. If you're close to Sam's Club, run in and grab a 13-bar box with our hit flavors, brownie batter puff, Intro pop, you can thank me later. Thanks for making a lot on book, guys. Your first listen every single day. Make sure you subscribe to Logged on Buckeyes on Apple, on Spotify, on the Odyssey app, and the YouTube so you don't miss a beat, especially on the YouTube. Because coming up shortly, we're going to start unveiling more YouTube shorts, things that are only going to be found on YouTube. 45, 50-second videos discussing things going on with the Ohio State football and basketball teams. Make sure you subscribe to Lachlan Buckeyes on the YouTube. Hit that bell so you're notified every time a new video goes live. Lachlan Buckeyes is a part of the Lachlan Podcast Network, your team, every day. So when it comes to things like rankings of coaches, we all know that coaches see these things come across their desk or someone's going to present it to them or discuss the things that they see in said list. So I can't sit here and say that Ryan Day is uh, for sure, that he definitely knows about where on3.com and CBS Sports ranked him amongst the other college football coaches. I can't definitively say he's seen it, but it would shock me if he has. So I'm not going to say like how Ryan Day like should respond to this or this or that, like kind of a response, but should he allow these things to fuel him? I think it's a valid question because if I was in Ryan Day's shoes, no, let's not say if I was in Ryan Day's shoes, 
How about my own shoes? Because I have received, there's criticism that's come across my way and come towards me about things that I've done here with this show. Should I allow it to fuel me? I have some personal examples. When it comes to specifically Ryan Day, you can allow, he can allow it to fuel him, but ultimately don't allow it to get you to get you outside of yourself to where you are not coaching the football team in the way that you, that you should coach the football team. Ryan Day made a very calculated and well-calculated decision to potentially not call plays for the offense in the fall. I think it's a wise decision. Also, I think he's a guy that I want calling the plays for me. But also, if you think you have the trust of Ryan Day, believes he has the trust in Brian Hartland to potentially be that guy, give him the range in the spring, allow him to have more be the OC and to run the offense and see how he see how he does with the things there. Allow him to do that. And I think that's a wise decision Ryan Day made. It allows Ryan Day to be more of an overseer, have a bit better oversight of the team, allowing him to manage the roster a whole lot better with the help of Mark Pantoni, the general manager of the football team. It allows him to do a whole lot of things, but if you let stuff like this seep into your pores, allow you to get outside of yourself, it can impact, one, the recruiting. And I mentioned recruiting first because the month of June is a huge month of recruiting, especially after July. Starting July 1st, players can take unlimited official visits, which I'm not the biggest fan of at all. I mean, I kind of, but... I think, there's, I think there's pros and cons both ways. But ultimately, what are we going to find? If Ryan Day allows us to fuel him and to get him outside of himself, all of a sudden you could be looking at Ryan Day and Ryan Day is allowing this thing that is, he's letting him fuel him. All of a sudden it's, it's getting, allowing him to get himself out of himself. He's not focused on the recruiting, the 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 recruits that come in on official visits that the school is paying for on the school's dime. All of a sudden, Ryan Day is not locked in, tuned in, ready to go. Like he believes that players should be. Like he coaches his players to be. All of a sudden, if Ryan Day is that way, and if Ryan Day is in that mode, it could backfire. What about on game day? What about on a day when Ryan Day and the other coaches are supposed to be, well, you know, locked in like the players are? You know, Get your game face on. We've all, many of us have seen, remember the Titans. We saw, remember Coach Boone um, before the first game. Denzel Washington play, playing the coach in this movie. He's puking by the stands because of the emotion and the intensity and the anxiety and the nerves going into this game. It, it's happening. And so I understand your things that happen. You can get outside of yourself. But don't allow this to fuel you in a way that it gets you off your game, that it gets you discombobulated. That might be the best word to utilize. And when it comes to myself, yes, I've received criticism. You might be listening to this or watching this, and you may be somebody that has criticized me. And I'm going to be real with you. Sometimes it's in my head. Sometimes it's fueling me in a good way. But sometimes I have to find ways to allow it to stay level-headed, cool, calm, collected. You have to. Because stuff like this could get under your skin 
We saw how Ryan Day was. Many of us watched. I believe it was on the ESPN when Ryan Day was asking about uh, C.J. Stroud, the S2 test that people used to tear down Stroud's name and lower his draft stock. And Ryan Day basically said, hey, here's, look, less than half the NFL teams went out and actually used this test. Even then, the scores, the scores don't really mean what you, what you think the scores mean. So the score that got leaked, not every team even uses the test and uses every score so among the teams that use the test, some teams use this score, some teams use that score. So there's no universal overarching rule and formula for what the S2 test actually means. So Ryan Day literally went up there and debunked it on Front Street on national TV. He allowed it to fuel him, but he didn't get outside of himself. He was not discombobulated. And it's the same thing with myself with this show, same thing with you and your jobs. You can allow things to fuel you, but don't allow to, don't allow it to get you outside of yourself, a little discombobulated, because ultimately that impacts your work, impacts your job, and can and it could be a negative spiraling slope, downward spiral, if you allow this stuff to impact you, Ryan Day. Like apparently it's a, it's affected me because. I don't agree with it. You don't agree with it. I don't think anybody believes watching this or, or watching this show right now that Ryan Day is the seventh best coach in the sport. Where does Ryan Day rank amongst the best coaches in college football, according to yours truly, Mr. Jay Stevens? We'll discuss it next on Lockdown Buckeyes. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make a fast break to FanDuel during the NBA playoffs because right now, new customers can get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. There's no better place to bet all the playoff action than America's number one sports book. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. You will get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. Once again, you can only get that at FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel, official sports betting partner of the NBA. Thanks for making Lost on Buckeyes your first listen every single day. And I have been waiting to unveil another list that I have put together. This one is the top five coaches in college football. One through five. There's only one Big Ten coach here. And I think you can guess which coach is off the list. This is not a list that I put together um, last week or last month. Literally before recording this show, this was put together, and I just had to put it down on paper. Already in my head, but I'm sitting here thinking, one through five, how do you rank the top coaches in college football? Number five, Lincoln Riley. Now, I like Lincoln Riley. I think Lincoln Riley is a really good coach. I think Lincoln Riley is a coach that is someone that, if, you want, if you're an elite quarterback, Go, go go play for Lincoln Riley. If you're a good receiver, go play for Lincoln Riley. If you're an offensive player at, at, in general, go play for Lincoln Riley. If you're a good defender, I don't know if Lincoln Riley's a guy. You might be a good. You might be able to shine. But you also might struggle on that side of the ball. Lincoln Riley's a good coach, but outside, I think the last time he made the playoff was, I want to say, the 2019 season, 2018 or 2019, one of the two 
And it just doesn't sit well when you got cool high winning quarterbacks. What about team success? I mean, you were literally in the playoff at the end of the season, regular season. You, you, your team lays an egg. Utah wins a game in the Pac-12 championship, which opens the door for the Buckeyes to get into the playoff once again. More. How about this? Easy criteria to move up. A, more playoff appearances? Back-to-back years? How about this one? Play for the Natty. I don't even care about the Heisman. Play for the Natty. Go ahead and do that because the other coaches here, they have all done that thing. Play for the Natty, multiple playoff appearances in this in this century. I'm, I'm kind of be, I'm trying to calm down a little bit. No, um, Lincoln Riley number five. Let me get back on schedule. Number four is Ryan Day. Now this one was a little bit tricky, a little bit tricky because I wanted to put somebody else at number four, but I think Ryan Day. And the deficiencies on defense drop him to number four. However, Ryan Day's track record, coach a good quarterback, develop a good quarterback. Great. He does that very well. Offense, first-round receivers, uh, uh, first-round old linemen, uh, really good running backs. Um, hasn't really developed the back of his own that he recruited because J.K. Dobbins was a Ryan was an Urban Meyer guy, Trey Sermon. Great, I'll give Ryan Day credit. He got Trey Sermon here. Where'd he come from? Lincoln Riley in Oklahoma. So kind of get the gist here. But ultimately, Ryan Day. I think losing to Michigan, losing back-to-back, not playing for the conference championship game, that really hurt Ryan Day in this ranking, which is why I have met number four. Now, number three, y'all might not like this, Dabble Sweeney. I think Dabble as a whole. Now, granted, a couple down years trying to figure things out at quarterback, but ultimately, you know what to expect. Normally, you know what to expect from a Dabble Sweeney coach team. Also, defensively, has been more defensively consistent, has been more consistent on defense than Ryan Day's team has been. So, Lincoln Rally five, Ryan Day four, Dabble Sweeney three, number two, Kirby Smart. Back-to-back national championship winning coach. Back-to-back with Georgia. And what is his calling card? Hey, it don't matter who the quarterback is. Well, apparently Stetson Bennett, the belt, the mailman, a man who I believe was at Georgia for a long time, never graduated. I thought that was a joke, but I kept seeing a lot of people throw that thing around. And I was like, wait, how do you not graduate, bro? Oh, wait, you weren't playing. <laughs> you weren't playing school. Okay, I get the gist. But no, Kirby Smart, man, I got to give, give Kirby credit. In the best conference in the sport, I believe Kirby's there. I believe Kirby is neck and neck as far as who's going to win the SEC this year, Kirby or Nick Saban. I clearly think there is a conversation for that. But Kirby Smart, I don't know if I could ever put Kirby number one because number one is the GOAT, Nick Saban. You don't have to like him. I think he's annoying at times. He wins, man. Like, he's a good coach. Remember what happened in the 2020 uh, CFP National Championship game? Alabama rolled over the Buckeyes. And I'm not even talking about the tough Borland thing when Nick Saban's off with Steve Sarkeesian, found a way to get Devonta Smith um, basically going right over the the zone that tough Borland was going to go into. And there was nobody there over top. Tough Borland kept running, realizing that was a motion. And it wasn't really tough Borland. Credit to Sarkeesian, credit to Sark, credit to Saban for making that done, uh, making that decision. But no, Saban, number one, 
Um, and I don't know if I could ever put him outside of number one before he retires. I know there's a home and home series coming up between the Buckeyes and the Crimson Tide. I cannot wait. I cannot wait for the Buckeyes to go down there to Tuscaloosa. I hope, I hope, I hope it's a night game. I understand Fox gets first gets first choice, but I hope, I hope, I hope, I hey, if they schedule Michigan to somebody else big or Penn State to somebody else big that same weekend, hey, NBC, gobble this bad boy up. It's a ratings bonanza. And I sure hope uh, Nick Saban's there. I hope Ryan Day's still here. Because I want a rematch. Bad. I want a really good game coach between these two guys. Because I want payback. I ain't like watching the Buckeyes lose in the CFP National Championship games a few years ago. I'm sure you didn't either. This might be the first time Day gets payback to Saban. And I'm here for it. Five through one, my top five coaches in college football. Lincoln Rowley, five. Ryan Day, four. Devil Sweeney, three. Kirby Smart, two. Nick Saban, number one. The one caveat, if Dabo does not do anything, if he does not produce this year, they can move up, can move up to three. Dabo could fall. We're out of here on a Monday. You can follow me on Twitter at jstevens07. Send all of your emails to jstevens317 at gmail.com. This has been Locked on Buckeyes on a Monday. Make sure you subscribe to Locked on Buckeyes on Apple, on Spotify, on the Odyssey app, or the YouTube, so you don't miss a beat. Remember, there will be some YouTube-exclusive things coming to the Locked on Buckeyes YouTube page. You don't want to miss them. Subscribe to Locked on Buckeyes so you don't miss a beat. This has been Locked on Buckeyes on a Monday. I am Jay Stevens. I'll see you next time.